Well, she is the healthy Italian. We have her on the line right now. It is Fina Scropo. Fina, great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Fina, you are not only a uh, a wonderfully successful book editor, but uh, you're one heck of a cook, and you combine those skills to create the Healthy Italian Cookbook, which uh, I recommend everyone have on their shelves. Uh, It's been going really well for you. Thank you. Um, Well, you know what? Um, We've got to make cooking a little bit more approachable and easy. So, you know, in addition to making something that I love, the cuisine that I love, which is Italian, I'm trying to get people motivated um, by showing them that it can be easy, it can be approachable, um, it can be fun to be in the kitchen, um, it can save you a lot of stress, and, uh, and there are ways to do it and still enjoy it and get the family to enjoy it. And I love that, although it's called the Healthy Italian Cookbook, it's not all about high-end Italian cuisine. This is about getting your family out, out the door, fed, nutritioned, and, and enjoying great meals together. Yeah, it's leaning on the things, some of the meals that a lot of us know. Some of them we don't know because they, they do draw from the Mediterranean diet. So right. People are surprised that it's Italian and it's healthy. Right. Um, and they challenge me on that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's leaning on the things that we love. You know, like the other night I made a bechamel sauce. And most people would say, oh, that's a creamy, indulgent sauce. But it doesn't have to be. The way I make it is a little bit less sort of using dairy that's a little bit lighter. I added some pureed squash to it, and it became this rich, beautifully tasting, creamy, cheesy sauce, or at least the kids thought so. And, you know, they're, they're asking for it again. Yeah, that's it. A bit of a trickery it needs to be involved when you try to get the family body. <laughs> it certainly does with me. When it comes to Thanksgiving, I'm good to go on the turkey and the stuffing and the potatoes. <laughs> But when, uh, you know what, when the broccoli and the cauliflower come around, uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, people can get a little bit intimidated by those cruciferous vegetables or the ones, or the ones we know as the, uh, those vegetables in the brassica family. And right. they're, they're cool weather vegetables. And that's why they're so good to have now because they're seasonally and they're good to go. But they're so good for us. You know, they have anti-cancer substances like sulfur-containing compounds that that we want to put on the table as many times as we can. Um, but, you know, we want to sort of, you know, in the, in the Thanksgiving menu, there are ways to do it where we can really enjoy them and appreciate them, and people want them there. <laughs> you know, our guests want them there. Yes, of course, they're going to have their turkey, and they're going to have some of the other things and the fixings that go with it. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with, say, for example, having as a substitute instead of your mashed potato or cauliflower mash, it's a silky mash, it tastes great, even if you're doing half and half, and it's great. Mm. Um, or, you know, if you're in your root vegetable roast, which a lot of people like as a side, along with your squash and sweet potato and your potatoes and onions, you can add Brussels sprouts and broccoli. We were talking about this off the air, broccoli and cauliflower, when it's roasted, what, what wonderful flavors it has, especially when it's seasoned with all the the same kind of um, seasoning that we give the, the vegetable root, veg, the root vegetable roast. Um, we can shave, you know, cabbage and broccoli slaw and, and have it as a great salad, as a great side with the fixings. Um, gratins are always really, really big. So, you know, on a festive menu, a lot of people like to have like some kind of gratin or layered sort of cheesy dish and, you know, putting in some Brussels sprouts or some kale or some, some colored greens, all part of the cruciferous family, um, and they're wonderful. 
Um, even even things like you know the, the unexpected, like a rutabaga. You know, people don't are familiar with it, and yet it's got a smooth, buttery kind of sweeter vegetable or taste rather than most of the cruciferous vegetables. And so you can use it in your squash and your pumpkin soup um, to add some some silkiness to it, but at the same time you're adding flavor and you're adding some some really good healthy components to it. And I understand it's important to get these vegetables uh, on the table and, and into your family because they're very healthy. They, they've got a lot to add that a lot of the other vegetables don't bring to the table. They absolutely do. You know, um, as I said, they're seasonally, so they're seasonally ready for the time to have so them, yep. Yeah, so they're, they've got a lot more flavor and they're more nutritious because they're on the table quicker from the, the farms. Um, they have anti-cancer substances. So that means that, you know, it's kind of acting as this big sort of sponge that, it, that, that cleans up everything and detoxifies things. Um, you know, we don't need to have like a detox plan and we've just got to get some more of those cruciferous vegetables into our diet. I think also uh, one thing I know about cruciferous vegetables is uh, you do have to make allowances uh, later on in the evening uh, because they're a bit gassy. <laughs> Let's be honest about this. They can. They can. They can. You know, that, that those sulfur compounds can unfortunately give them the reputation of um, being a little bit more uh, gassy and a little bit harder to digest. But that's why I always say to people, you know, small quantities start right. slow. You know, don't have like... Um, the cruciferous vegetables and all three maybe meals <laughs> um, in the day. Um, and and just, you know, a little bit goes a long way. So we don't have to have a plate full, but we can have a sprinkle of arugula, for example, in our salad. Um, we can top up with some, with some radishes. We can have a bit of Brussels sprouts along with the other root vegetables. Um, you know, we can we can have bok choy in a stir fry. Those kinds of things where you're ha- like a little bit can really go a long way. These are great tips. If folks want to find out more about how to use cruciferous vegetables, uh, how to implement them, uh, they can go, to, of course, to the Healthy Italian Cookbook. But you also have a fantastic website. Thanks. I have a lot of uh, social media feeds, so like my Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. page, where I'm always posting, you know, what I'm cooking in the kitchen and what people can get inspired with. So check it out at thehealthyitalian.ca. Thank you so much, Fina Scropa, the Healthy Italian. Appreciate you being here with us on Talk to the Town. Thanks for having me, and have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend.